after a hard night's work, all you want to do is go home and sleep. One bus ride and half a block to go. After your walk, you go into your small apartment and you see the place is still a bit of a mess from the dinner you hosted before work. With a sigh, you decide to do your cleaning after you sleep. Your bed welcomes you after you change clothes and brush your teeth because nobody wants to go to sleep with nasty teeth. After a few hours of much needed sleep, you start waking up. Laying in bed for a moment, you begin to hear things in the kitchen, water running, plates and glasses clinking, and bells. Bells? Panicking a little, you slowly get out of bed, grabbing one of your boots from the floor. As you peek in out your bedroom door, you see nothing, but the noises from the kitchen continue. Quietly tiptoeing towards the light, you swore was off when you went to bed. You keep hearing the bells. You slowly round the corner and see the tiny creatures washing your dishes and sweeping the floor. Everything pauses for a moment as you and the creatures stare at each other. The first scream comes from you, followed by a tiny screams from the little creatures. You watch as this small little, the little ones scramble behind the coffee maker, the bells on their clothes jingling frantically. Once the screaming stops and you have a moment to process, a bedtime story your nan used to tell you surfaces in your memories. You walk carefully to the coffee maker, setting the boot on the table behind you. As you peek around, the little creatures get wide-eyed. Holding up your hands, you, you softly say, I I'm not going to hurt you, I promise. You just scared me. They eye you a second before standing. In a bit of disbelief, you mess with your bedhead. Are you guys brownies? I lost the both creatures smile and bow. With a small laugh, you look almost relieved. <laughs> well, guess I should go buy some more honey, huh? And that, our listeners, is the beginning of our second part of the Fae. You guys know me, I'm Lorna, and joining me today are... It's Kyle. Who am I again? Truett's husband. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Andrew. That one weirdo. Oh. Get Drew. <laughs> Drew. Drew. Or Druid. Or Crash. Crash. Or well, in our D&D world, it's uh, what? Ryu. We haven't played D&D in so long. <laughs> we haven't. Damn monthly games. Or uh, it's a, uh, what the fuck did I do? Never, never doing that again. <laughs> um, well, as you, as our listeners might have noticed, I, I mentioned the word brownies, which I will not be going over them. Drew will be going over them later in the episode. Today, I will be talking about the Sealy Court. Hey. <laughs> Now, my last episode, we discussed the origins and classifications of Fae. We went over the Unseely Court and what Fae belonged to that particular court. Today, we will be going over the other one, the Seely Court. The Seely are known as the Light, Happy, Blessed, and Lucky. They are also known as the Summer Court or the Court of, of Inner Light. 
while they may be more gracious than their unseely counterparts, the seely are still dangerous. A lot of articles and pages that I read legit said benevolent, but dangerous. Now, preferring mischievous pranks over actual bodily harm, the seely are often the culprits of lost of lost keys and other little trinkets and some major bedhead when you wake up, also known as fairy locks. So if I've you ever, never heard that. Yeah. I've always heard it as cowlick. Well, there's, there's, I don't know, there's a couple of different things. It's more so like if you have longer hair, they kind of tie your hair in knots as you sleep and create that fairy lock. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting. Nice it's the fate. <laughs> <laughs> Now, they do seem to have more pleasant interactions with humans, like returning kind, human kindness with like their own favors and even gifts. Um, they also tend to give a little bit more warning when a human is in the wrong with a fae. Like if you offend them, which <laughs> bad idea. Like seriously, do not offend fairies. It's not good, no matter what court you're dealing with. Even the Seelie are ruthless in their acts of vengeance. This can be seen when travelers disrupt a fairy path or a fairy ring and are never heard from again. Yeah. Uh, to, like, and it's a big thing to not disrupt or at least allow like safe passage for a fairy path. Like Houses in Ireland and Scotland have been built to where the front and back door align to not disrupt that path and the like during the warmer months they'll leave them open so fairies can just you know walk through the house and not cause any craziness uh, <laughs> fairy rings everybody knows what a fairy ring is right yes drew do you know what a fairy ring is he, he gave it thumbs you have up. to unmute <laughs> drew you are part of the show no no i know I'm, I'm continuing my notes that way you don't hear the clicking of the keys oh gotcha well, fairy rings are two different styles. You either have, I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, fairy rings are either, you know, the circle of mushrooms. Yep. Or they're a small uh, circle of raised earth. Like, you, like you'll see, and it, it can be completely grown over. Like, nothing has been disturbed except for a little ring of earth has just been lifted above the other parts of the ground. And a lot of times, a lot of the legends have said that it's just where fairies dance. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's always either way, mushrooms that I've heard. Right. Uh, either way, it's kind of good to avoid them because no one knows if they're a trap if they're a portal to a fairy realm, um, respect them. Don't go trampling on them. Don't even try to go trampling into them because you may never be seen in this world again. You never know. And if it's an unseely fairy ring, you might not be alive anymore. <laughs> uh, sometimes you can actually leave offerings next to them. I don't think, like we mentioned, like I mentioned last time, the Fae love cream. They love honey. 
baked goods, sweets, all that good stuff. And shiny stuff. They like shiny stuff. Who doesn't love shiny stuff? Now, there are a lot, a lot of Sealy. Like, just like there are a lot of unsealy. More people, honest, and even myself, know more Sealy category fairies. Uh, like selkies, leprechauns, dryads, gnomes, dwarves, pixies, sprites, and pukas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, pukas, pukas are really cool. It's an Irish. They're an Irish fae, and they're little. They're little furry men, like with dark or white fur all over their bodies. They can go either way. More often, they're seen in, in like in the Sealy Court, because they help with like maritime. Uh, things and and stuff like that it's pretty cool uh selkies are i've known about selkies since i was that was a bedtime story for me Uh, selkies are are the fae who are women that don a seal skin in water but once they're out of the water they take that seal skin off and they they usually hide it but what I have been told is that if they fall in love with someone, and it used to be if they only fall in love with a man, but we are all inclusive here. Yes. If they fall in someone and that partner actually keeps that seal skin, the Selkie does not have to go back to the sea and they can stay with their partner forever. I love that. <gasps> Excuse me. Everybody knows what gnomes, dwarves, sprites are uh dryads are actually tree spirits they are (laughs) almost the celtic gaelic version of nymphs from greek mythology so (laughs) i always thought that was cool if Uh, if you play skyrim you've run into a couple of uh dryads so there you go uh one that i did not mention were pixies which Kyle will go over in a second. Uh, And I also did not talk about this last week. Trooping fairies are usually what a group of fairies is called. They stick together, all that good stuff. And then, you know, you have solitary fairies that just kind of do their own thing. And those trooping fairies and solitary fairies fit into both Unseelie and Seelie Court. Now that I have stopped talking... (laughs) It is time for the guys to go over their pick of Sealy Fae for the week. Drew, do you have your stuff ready? Okay, well, I'll go over mine while you finish yours. So let me get my notes that I wrote by myself. I had no help writing these notes whatsoever. So. <laughs> okay, for our listeners, I have a uh, book called The Encyclopedia of Spirits, and it covers a bunch of different, uh, like, fey, Buddhist religion, Chinese, Japanese, just all sorts of different mythological things. Yeah. That publishing company also has a has a few other books to go under the occult and, like, Ooh. all that other stuff. It's really good. So check... Like if you one's a spell book, one's for herbs and remedies. So definitely check that that publisher. Uh, this out. is uh, I, I think it's 
Judica Illis, J-U-D-I-K-A-I-L-L-E-S. Uh, I got this on, I got two copies of this on Amazon. One for me, one for my stepmom. So it's worth the, it and it's fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, no, they're huge. Um, the the spine, what does it say at the bottom? Uh, Harper one. Okay, Har- oh no, Harper books are amazing. It yeah. Listeners, when it comes to reading on, especially a lot of like witchcraft and uh, books like that, Harper and my personal favorite because they do a lot of the Scott Cunningham books uh Llewellyn books are absolutely absolutely amazing and because Llewellyn publishing is they do a lot of research and they have very good authors under their belt uh on the back it says she's this person's also done encyclopedia of 5,000 spells encyclopedia of witchcraft and pure magic Got the three ones that they list on here too. Yeah, th- those are the ones I could like couldn't quite remember, but I know I know they exist. They yeah, continue. at some point I'm going to get them because I really like this book. It was worth getting. But yes, so in it it has a little bit about pixies. So I'm just going to go over what's in the book. Uh, the name pixie is now something of a generic category for spirit of uh, nature spirits in England's Cornwall and Devonshire. Pixies are associated with wells, hills, groves, springs, and rivers. They lure people with pixie lights, which are mysterious dancing, charming uh, lights. And to be pixie-led is to be led on a wild goose chase, traveling endless circles before collapsing of exhaustion and confusion. Uh, you can be put under a pixie spell if you mess with them, but there is a fun way to get out of the spell. Tell us more. All you have to do is turn your clothes inside out and wear them. <laughs> That's actually not uncommon in a lot of like protection, like charms and rituals, because I've heard the inside out. I've heard wearing them backwards, things like that. If you do it inside out, it either uh, foils the spell or the pixies think the humiliation is fucking hilarious and will take the spell off of you just because you look ridiculous. <laughs> I love I'm it. telling you, even the Sealy Court, like, just full of mis- mischief, just full of it. Uh, although now mainly considered tricky nature spirits, they used to be considered Willow the Wisp, and uh, which now play their own kind of different. They're, those are like just floating orbs of light by themselves. They are still classified as Seely Fae, though. Like they, they're still classified as Fae. Yes. And uh, let's see, what else is this? The names Pixie Lights and Willow the Wisp are sometimes used interchangeably. And uh, allegedly, only two Pixies are known by name. Jack O'Lantern and John the Wad, <laughs> the king and queen of pixies. All right. Uh, um, you yeah. were talking about pixie lights. Uh, there's some speculation that the Fae are actually aliens. 
Yeah, there's a lot of speculation. And actually, I'll go over, I, I, I can go a little further into that when I start going over pop culture, uh, fairies and pop culture. Okay. But yeah, like, I mean, the last of this is uh, there's a pixie in the American's God, American Gods. Uh, I never read the books, and Devin got into the show. I haven't, I haven't seen either. It. Uh, they're usually associated with the color green. Mm-hmm. And offerings are for an offering, you can leave out a dish of cream outside. They also like ale, hard cider, bread, uh, and small pretty things. Am I a pixie? Probably. Because <laughs> uh, I can get down with some hard cider. Hell yeah. <laughs> also, pixies were. Uh, in D&D 3.5 as a playable race, because one of my friends played as one, and then they just, like, probably end of last year, early this year, got added into 5e, so you can start playing as a pixie. Ooh. Which, if y'all okay. listened to the uh, D&D show I was on for a little bit before it got cancelled, I played a pixie, and he was fun. I loved him. But what you need is a pixie bard. That's what I played. Oh, yeah. How did I know? How did I know? And then uh, our friend Tori was a a cat person, and we were like homies. Um, Oh, Jack the Whipper. Yeah. That we like. Like epitome of a pixie bard for me. Like that's who I see when I see pixie bard. I love him so much. He's adorable. He's adorable. Got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I love appreciate- how that's where I come back on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome back, Drew. I, I, can, I've, I can appreciate a good booty. Just, mm-hmm. I've been here, Kyle, just listening. Speaking of good <laughs> Oh, it's Jeremy Holmes. Yes, he is. He is. I do, Hi, I do Jeremy, love his. We love you. I do love his videos. Uh, Jeremy Jack Flipper is like, he's, he's hilarious. He is. Yeah. I don't know if Kyle got to meet him, he'd melt. Oh, yeah. I'd love <laughs> to meet him. I want to go to one of his shows, but that dude single-handedly convinced me to buy a whip and practice. I know it's going to end horribly, but still. Next time we see Kyle, he has whip marks. What are these from? You don't want to know. You know. You know what happened. Uh, we have one. Jeremy's actually really good with it. I need more practice. I think I remember the video. The girl, oh, the girls, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 we have a small, we have a small house, so it gets very loud very quickly. Especially when you crack a whip just nice, that sound. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's perfect. That's, all, that's one of the only reasons I wanted to be Catwoman, because she had a whip. No, uh, that's it, obvious, Obviously, because my, my, char- my D&D character has two of them. <laughs> that you haven't endless. used them yet. Then the scene where she got the I heads will. off of the uh, dummy, she did it all in one go. I know. Yeah, yeah that, I saw that clip and I'm just like, shit. <laughs> and just how, how she fucking just, uh, jump ropes off. And as soon as she gets off the set, you can see her like a little bouncing, like, oh my God. <laughs> um, on, a, on a costume note, uh, if you look, you notice that her heels are actually collapsible. So when she's doing her cartwheels and everything, she's not just landing on 
heel. They're oh. they they collapse. Yeah. Did not notice that. No, neither did I. Okay, so one of my best friends and I from college, like we were both uh like we're both obsessed with Batman. Like he actually has the full Michael Keaton Batman suit. The one where you can't turn your neck. Yes. <laughs> and I, I, I cosplay as both Harley. I've okay. I've done Ivy back in college. We actually went to a Halloween party. I've cosplayed as Harley and I cosplay as Batgirl. So obviously I'm a I'm a huge fan, but yeah. And up next we, is Catwoman. We've done all of the Gotham Sirens. <laughs> Except for Catwoman. Oh, I thought you said Catwoman. No, I want to be Catwoman just for the whip. Hell yeah. True. Okay. Yeah, true. It's favorite Catwoman is Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh yes. Uh second uh, well second I can't say favorite. That now. Second favorite was Zoe because oh my god. Yeah. She was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> oh, right, right. I was like, who? I, I posted about uh how uh, during the Batman screen screening, yeah, he came on screen and one woman moaned. <laughs> And our like friend, audibly moaned. Our friend Erica <laughs> posted my comments. Well, in my defense, I didn't think they would hear me. <laughs> that movie I was mean, really good. It and was. that whole family is beautiful. So don't Especially blame her. Family. All of them. All of them. Especially the stepdad. <laughs> All right, Drew. You want to talk about brownies? Tell- Do it, Drew. Please. No, fun, Come fun on, Drew, story. Talk about like you talk about J- Jason Momoa? Yes. Before I get back on right. that tangent, you better hurry. Okay. Uh, so fun fun fact for our listeners. I forgot we had to do this. I literally had to pull my notes together quickly. And Troy had mentioned today for me, like while we were out, like, yeah, you're gonna talk about brownies. Was like, Lauren's gonna do something about brownies for you. Like, Brown- what? Why brownies? Because I was thinking, you know, dessert brownie. And it's like, yeah, because she's doing this Seely Fame. Like, oh, fuck. So, quickly, did I do these notes? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, you were the one that called him, so. Yeah, yeah I honestly forgot we were going to talk about him. Mm-hmm. I forgot we had to pick one. I really did. Uh, so, most of you will remember the uh, American Dragon, Jake Long. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. talking to you. Yeah, I was talking to you two in that one. Oh. <laughs> sorry, I had a mouthful of coffee. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kyle's just ignoring. I was <laughs> focused. ADD kicked in. I was just focused on the universe. That's fair. But yeah, my introduction to Brownies were that was that show. Because... You know, I don't know a lot about this stuff growing up. Oh, that's going to be on there forever. My family is Scottish and Irish, so those are bedtime stories for me. I knew about brownies and selkies when I was itty-bitty. I have no yeah. idea where I learned about them. It just kind of happened. D&D. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the brownies in that show were aggressive. Well, okay. Now, I'm going to put this into terms. I know he listens the brownies in American Dragon, Jake Long, or Nathan? I say that's not a stretch because, like, again, mischievous. Like Nathan 
is uh, I don't know. He he is a chaos bay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe yeah. it. We love you, Nathan. I won't be recording with Nathan tomorrow. He and I are both <laughs> going to be on a Nick's original geek show tomorrow, and so we're going to be recording together. So pray for Nick. Good luck, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so, Godspeed. Good luck. <laughs> Wait, wait, my favorite line ever I've always used in times of bad weather. May safety and peace be upon you, Nick. So long and thanks for all the fish. (laughs) That's good with me. Uh, Okay, tangent. A brownie, or as it's known in Scots, as a brownie. What about uh, the people who like My Little Pony? I swear to God, I will hit you. (laughs) A, uh, Yorisk or Urisk? It's U R I S K. It's not really, there's no. That sounds like Yorisk. Yeah, it's, I think it's Yorisk. It that, that sounds leg- pretty phonetic, so. Yeah, I mean, it's a very legendary household spirit or fairy popular in folklore around Scotland and England, though Hobbs are more commonly had this role in North. Trying to get my computer to. Sorry, folks, two computers, so. I'm still learning it. According Yay, to folk- congratulations. <laughs> yes, I it's I love it. And it's, it's so much faster, but it's also still slightly new. So uh, according to folklore, this fae is said to inhabit houses mostly in the unused corners of the home. All the manor houses ha- manor houses had one, as well as in the kitchen, next to the fire, and a seat was left unoccupied for him. A house on the banks of the River Tay was believed to have been haunted by a sprite until the beginning of the 20th century. And one room was called uh, the Sayomar Brunei. Or Brownie's room. I may have said that wrong, but I'm just going off what I have. (laughs) That's how I I read it. Apparently, they do not like to be seen, and the only time they will work is at night. Uh, God, what was that one folktale? Um, Rubble Fieldston. No, 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 no. Um, he's not a. Br- he might be a fae, but he's not a brownie. What's the? Um, he's a goblin. Cobbler? Is that what you call them? The guys who work on the shoes. Yeah, cobblers. Okay, I I feel like the brownie, like the, because whenever he go ahead. Uh, leprechauns are usually cobblers so okay yeah leprechauns in a lot of folklore are usually cobblers and like other little like handiwork stuff okay that would explain why in leprechaun he was obsessed with shoes and why they had to be cleaned mm-hmm. well even in the luck of the irish hey, the, fam- the family was obsessed with shoes <laughs> I fucking love that movie it's a really good movie. Uh, but no, it's like, because the only reason I said that is because uh, they will only work at night in exchange for small gifts of food. Uh, brownies seldom speak with humans. However, they frequently converse with each other and even hold meetings on the rocky shores. This this one throws me because this was actually in an episode of American Dragon when he had to go against brownies. Uh, they can turn invisible. However, they almost never need the ability because they are experts of sneaking and hiding. Which makes complete sense. Yeah. <sighs> Wasn't so Arthur is- and the Invisibles about brownies? I've never seen them. So. I've seen I've seen clips of it, but it's like the been clips, a very it's, long time. 
it very reminds the borrowers be counted as brownies what the borrowers yes yes i think i don't know what y'all are talking about you've never seen the movie the borrowers Mm -hmm. kyle's younger than us i know but still Look it up, Kyle. John Goodman plays the villain in it, and he doesn't. Oh shit! Shot. This got John Goodman. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I love John Goodman. <laughs> the instant reaction. <laughs> so, as a mostly male fae, uh, females do occasionally appear, and this this is a joke that I just threw in there for the fun of it. Much like female orange tabbies. Fair. Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> I mean. And as the owner of one, I mean, which I never believed that. Okay, so growing up, I was always told female orange tabbies were so rare. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make much sense until we got Kiara. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, they are often described as ugly, frightening, or unsettling to members of the home. But they get brownie? their name. Hmm? Am I a brownie? Maybe. No, you you interact with humans too much. Yeah, I interact uh, with y'all. That's they get their I'm name <laughs> and are known for their brown skin. Yeah, which, never mind. <laughs> which kills They're me. They're also that's... known to wear like mostly brown clothing. Yeah, okay? that's what, it's like that's what it just says. Like known for their brown skin, like that's kind of. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it's for because they wear mostly brown clothing because a yeah. lot of houses were made out of more earthen materials and it was easier to hide, things like that. They are characterized as short, rotund, wrinkled, and have a lot of curly brown hair, which could be another reason they're called brownies. Uh, most times, and this is pro- pro- Kyle probably is one. Most times they are naked or wear only rags, though some have a brown mantle and hood or white tunics. All right, that's he's, he's naked right now, so. I have pants. <laughs> we don't know for sure. He really has know. a robe on. Uh, there is a book, I think. Yeah, a handbook by Devorian Magic. Uh, gifts to the brownie. They gave a sacrifice for the brownie service. As when they churned their milk, they took a part thereof and sprinkled every corner of the house with it for brownies' use. Likewise, when they brewed, they had a stone which they called brownie stain, wherein there was a little hole into which they poured some wort for a sacrifice to brownie. They also had some stacks of corn, which they called brownie stacks, which they were not bound with straw, which are not bound with straw ropes or in any way fenced as other stacks used to be. Yet the greatest storm of wind was not able to blow away straw off them. Hey, how are we doing, everybody? You liking the episode? You enjoying them? Yeah, me too. I'm not listening to it right now. Or am I? But anyway, this episode is sponsored by beans. You got some beans in your cupboard? Eat them in a can. Don't got a bowl? Eat them from the can. Want to get creative? Put them on a donut. Mmm. Beans. You know who else likes beans? Kyle. Kyle loves beans. 
Speaking of Kyle, the wonderful host of Cryptozymology, Kyle also has a D&D podcast called Missed Fortune, featuring some of your favorite people from NH Media, like Lorna from Cryptozoomology, Drew from Cryptozoomology, and the better podcast, Common Sense. And of course, yours truly. Stay tuned to NH Media for more fun, more podcasts, and also more beans. Interesting. Sorry, I had coffee again. No, no. (laughs) Remember, remember, listeners, this is, I was not into this as much as Lauren and Kyle. Because, you know. Lorna's episode, he was going, I call brownies, I call brownies, I call brownies. Well, yeah, I know, but it's like, I know of them, but I didn't know there was this much about them. Oh, yeah, they're big, like, okay, so brownies are not really put into either one of the courts. Yeah. They kind of have their own classification as household fail, as you said. So, like, (sighs) I don't know. They're one of, they're not one of the one-offs, but they're one of the few that kind of have, they kind of do their own thing. Yeah, I got that. They don't of really course. have to answer to a king or queen of either court. They're they're chill. If you're good to them, they are good to you. Like yeah, they're, they're they love their gifts. You have to respect them. Yep. Uh you there are some legends where you have to be careful to give them new clothing or they or on the other hand they appreciate new clothing. So It's funny you say that cuz that's in my notes. <laughs> uh, brownies are bike. fond of porridge and honey and they will often abandon the ho- house if their gifts are called payments or if the homeowners misuse them which is often the case uh, if yeah a brownie- they don't like being taken for granted no they do uh, if a brownie is gifted clothing he will leave forever and refuse to work for the family which is unclear if this is due to an offense or if they are instead grateful for the gift there is also the possibility that with new clothing, they think themselves too grand for work, or that the glyph, the glyph, the gift of clothing may have been seen as a means of freeing him from a curse of servitude. Dobby? That's- yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty sure where that came from. Give Dobby a sock. Dobby a screen. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she just comes in right at that moment. I mean, it was perfect. Uh, the difference between the English brownie and Scottish Urisk is uh, the brownie lived in homes and the other lived outside in streams and were less likely to offer domestic help. So again, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a Urisk then. I believe it. His apartment uh, is just a front. He doesn't actually sleep in it. <laughs> he sleeps in the he sleeps with the geese outside. <laughs> there's also uh, there's... a blue herring now so it's your it's your kin mm-hmm. <laughs> there herring. was four geese but the original two didn't like them so That's... they're gone now uh there's also the niece, the niece n-i-s-s-e i'm guessing Nis. i thought you niece. said geese niece i mean uh the niece from danish mythology which is a social being Whereas the Tomta from Sweden is always solitary. So four types of brownies right there. 
Or uh, like the niece, household fae. Household fae, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, it didn't go full into detail, like, if they're different or what. Uh, the niece are mentioned in the book Magnus Chase, Ship of the Dead by Rick Riordan. I know that name. Yeah. He's a fantasy author. Thank you. It's like, I, it's like I've read yeah, some of his books, I remember Rick Riordan is a, is a big... Rick Reardon is a big time fantasy author. Yeah, that's who wrote Harry Potter. Don't put his name in that. I will hunt you down, Kyle. It's, like y'all, it's not like y'all hate. don't know where I live. Well, I don't know exactly. So, hot. No, okay. It's not hard uh, to find. I will fair. send you the address. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, then you're going to get all sorts of weird stuff in the mail. <laughs> Brownies are one of the many magical creatures in the Spiderwick Chronicles, where that was actually the very first time I got introduced to them. Spiderwick Chronicles is what got me wanting to do crypto because this stuff is that was childhood. So uh, there are also some brownies in the book uh, Dragon Rider by Cornelia Funk, which again I know that name too. I just can't think of where I know it from or what book I read. I swear, Kyle. I mean, you just kind of said the... No, no, but it's like the, other books, because I've never heard of Dragon Rider. Well, we can go over more pop culture fairies and stuff. Speaking of fairies. She's a witch. I don't mean that in the, in the bad way. Like, she's a witch as in I'm a witch as well. We, we, yeah. we practice. Which uh, but you know, no, this just the name Funk sounds familiar. I just can't remember where else I've or what other books I've read of it. What book? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I can't remember. The, I know the artist. They're the artist. The author's name. I just can't remember what other books I've seen by them. Um, what author are you talking about? Dragon Rider. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, but I've. Yeah. Faye is never... all over literature and pop culture. Okay, I mean, looking art. at Armist Fowl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my favorite Shakespeare play is A Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> I, I was the main, I got to play the main fairy in that. So I'm pretty, that, that's hands down still my favorite Shakespeare play. All right. And this is, this is where Kyle's comes in to play. Uh, brownies also appear to be very similar to the house elves of the Harry Potter series by. Ah. They will not be named. I will not. Those that name will not leave yeah. my lips. That's uh, these supported here. Uh, these similarities include their distaste towards payment for their services, uh, staying in unused corners of a house, doing housework, staying hidden and unseen, as well as them leaving a household of giving gifts of clothes. So yeah. That is literally all I had on brownies. All right. Well, that's a good segue at mentioning the pop culture references. Um, fair, like I said, fairies are everywhere. They're in literature. They're in art. They're in in, in TV shows and movies. And like, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes. A Midsummer Night's Dream. I will say this till the end. I Till the day I die. That is the best Shakespeare play out there. It is funny. It is witty. It is just hands down hilarious. And I'm not just saying I, this because I was in it. <laughs> I can't remember my favorite one. Your favorite Shakespeare play? Yeah. 
Okay, so my favorite comedy is Midsummer Night's Dream. My favorite tragedy is Macbeth. I think my favorite tragedy is Romeo and Juliet. Eh, it gets on my nerves. It's it's overplayed, yes, but the only good thing about Romeo and Juliet is Bioshock Infinite. Uh, Mercutio. I don't know what that is. Mercutio. It's one of the characters in the play. It's one of the characters, though. And he was the best character in the movie that Boz Lerman did. But Bioshock Infinite. One of the superpowers you get is a ghost that can convince uh, enemies to unalive themselves. And when she does it, she's whispering Romeo and Juliet backwards. Like, in order to hear it, you have to play the audio tape the correct way. So, Zatanna. Yeah. Sounds right. That's that's a cosplay I want Trudy to do. She would have too much fun with Zatanna. That's a cosplay you want to do. I was like, I'm all for it, bro. I mean, I'll do Do Zatara. Hell yeah. But, uh, well, going back to, I mean... What do you think one of the most famous stories that has fairies in it is? Midsummer Night Dream. Other Story than that one. World. No. Oh, Peter, wait, Pan. Peter Pan. Obviously, yep. Yeah. Yep. Mermaids, but, Peter, uh, Pixies. Fairies. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Um, you also, like, that's where the Disney fairies came from, was Peter Pan. Tinkerbell and all of her friends. Yeah. Uh, fairies are, like, is the basis of the show Lost Girl, which is an incredible show. I highly recommend you guys watch it. It is, very, it is an adult deer show, mind you, but it's a good show. Um, there's a movie called A Fairy Tale which ties into like it was set in the victorian era so it was like the victorian era saw a boom in fairy literature and artwork um supernatural had yes. fairies true blood my favorite episode of supernatural is where dean gets attacked by mm-hmm. ones like boobs nipples <laughs> nipples that was it The episode where Sam and Dean get kidnapped. I know that doesn't narrow it down. And the the woman keeps ripping out Dean's fingernails. And she's like, in this house, we say fudge. Were they old god worshippers or were they fairies? They were actually old gods. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was a... They were Yule gods i want to say because there was nothing specific it didn't say and I, i'm not even sure they were yule because you know you have two different well there's a ton of different uh winter holidays but like your your two major pagan ones are saturnalia and yule so that's that's what they were representing oh okay. uh, bless you on the first that. one what drew i know i know lorna did the correct the pronunciation album for me bless you because <laughs> it didn't as I heard what she said I was like I'm sorry one more time Saturnalia I was like bless you <laughs> look um, this is like it for being friends with you guys I learned these things and I appreciate it you're welcome I like to read and research there's a reason I, my notebook is almost half full my notebook is almost half full I <laughs> 
don't tell me that I have I have such an affinity for pretty notebooks so <laughs> um that's right. Carnival Row is here. an Amazon one that I yes. really get into I yes. need to sit down and watch it it is what so is it? good it has Carnival Row in it oh that's such about? a good show it's on I'm Amazon so still haven't gotten season two I really got into that one I, I need to because I like that they have all it's not just you know tight it's not just humans with wings like they cover a ton of fae. Uh, True Blood. Yeah, like the main character was a fairy, and then that also True Blood, explains. I, from what I watched, was pretty good. True Blood was good. I cannot stand of the main people. Mm-hmm. I hate. Buff. I hate the main character. It's that she is that trope of like, oh my god, all the guys want me, but I'm so stupid and naive. That fucking pisses me off so what much. The, what was the cook's name? I was making sure I said I was just making sure I got his name right before I said it because I wanted to say Lafayette, but my brain went to Hamilton for stupid reasons. He was gay as hell. He was strong as hell. He was hot as hell, and he he was sassy as hell. I loved him. That makes me sad now. What? Nelson Ellis died back in a few years ago. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. He and Chadwick Boseman were in a movie together. Ooh. Yep, it was a movie called Get On Up. Speaking of I Chadwick, I... the James Brown movie. Yeah. Biopic, yeah. It's really oh, it was good. It was good, good, good. It's on Netflix. Can we just can we just talk about Chadwick playing all these iconic uh people in history? Because we watched 42 for the first time the other day. Uh, yeah. I need to watch I, that. I, I always get middle or end, never all the way through. So we sat down and watched. It will piss you off, Lorna, but in a good way. I don't want to watch it now. No, 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 no. You know what I mean by that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the only reason. But overall, okay. Growing up, Jackie Robinson was the reason I got into baseball. Like his stories, what that inspired me. Because, yeah. Uh, when we were doing, when we were at the Travelers on the 15th, they were saying like today was Jackie Robinson Day. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting right next to our friend Nicole and Truett crying because I did not think I was going to be there on that day or that I did not realize that was it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm here. <laughs> but Chadwick hit the nail on the head for Jackie. He, and I know he hit the nail on the head for James Brown. Oh yeah, no, did it then like learned how to dance for it and everything. It was so good. It was so good. Uh there but, uh, is there is a big cast in 42, so be ready, Lorna. There's a pretty decent cast for get on up too. There's a there's there's one actor you're gonna hate after that movie. I do right now, but I love him still. Who? Alan Tunic. <laughs> I love Alan Tudyk. He please, you're gonna hate his character. I mean, you can hate a character, but still love yeah. the, still love the actor. Yeah, Alan Tudyk is telling, amazing. First time I ever saw him was in a Night's Tale. Yep, Good True movie. was telling him like you're gonna hate this actor after this. Like, wait, what do you mean? And it showed him like, no. <laughs> a Night's Tale is my is one of my favorite versions of a bard. Oh, that's right. He was in that one. It's been so uh-huh. long since I've seen it. So was Vision. Mm-hmm. That's the That's be- first time. First time I ever saw uh, Paul Bettany either. So let's see. We've gotten 
King Candy, Joker, and the Vision all in the movie. Uh, and the rooster from Moana. That's that's King Candy. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about King Candy. Oh. I want. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's no. also Wash. Put your put yeah, exactly. Exactly. You were just talking about that earlier, Drew. I know, but I'm just saying, going for the villain perspective, King Candy is my favorite of his. Yeah. Um, I didn't get into he, you about know, that much. I couldn't hear her. So she's off. She's also off in the kitchen. She said oh. she loved him in Transformers. Um, who was he in Transformers? I look. Because I has, he was an Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. Yes, he was. That one I don't remember, but I haven't watched Vampire Hunter in a long, long time. God, that's one of my favorite movies. Okay, okay. Me. Um, I'm gonna continue. While Drew looks that up, I'm gonna continue with these pop culture stuff. Um, like I said, True Blood, they the the Fae were called even aliens. And there's a lot of speculations that they could be aliens. I don't know. I think I just think they're creatures from a different realm. Now we're going to go into artists. Like I said, the Victorian era saw a boom in fairy art. But there's a lot of modern art, like modern fairy artists as well. I mean, you have Amy Brown, you have Neen Thomas, you had Jasmine Beckett Griffith. And then my personal favorite is Brian Froud. Brian Froud re just kind of reamped fairy art in the modern era, postmodern. What, what, what in our in our time? Right. Because Brian Froud, I actually have Good Fairies, Bad Fairies. I just don't know where it is. I have his book. Good, fairy, good Fairies, Bad Fairies. And his artwork was absolutely beautiful. And he is also the artist behind the design of the goblins in Labyrinth. Yay. Yeah. So the, like, and that's, that's his art style. Like that is Jim Henson brought his art style to life with the, like, the super like pudgy cheeks and the kind of bulbous eyes, the really long elongated ears and everything. That is Brian Froud's art style. Another little fun fact, his son is Toby, is the baby. Oh. Uh-huh. So yeah, no, like hands down, Brian Froud is my favorite. Brian Froud and Neen Thomas are my two favorite fae artist because Neen Thomas like everybody loves Amy Brown she she does amazing stuff but I don't know Neen Thomas just gives a little bit more beauty to it and then Brian Froud he gives so much variety when it comes to like fairy art and like it's not just you know pretty little tiny women with wings he does goblins he does dwarves he does imps and excuse me oh my goodness like his art is absolutely beautiful and i will probably be sending nick some of his art to pick from okay 
Yeah. Well, because the quote for the introduction, the, the quote for the Unseelie um, episode was from him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love his artwork. It's it's wonderful and Got it's musical it. and it's dark. Well, who was in Transformers? Uh, Dutch, Dark of the Moon. Oh, I thought you meant like the first Transformers. <laughs> I I don't remember hardly any of the Transformers movies. They all just kind of. The only one I remember is the first one, and that's because it's tied into uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh my I remember gosh. the first two. No, because I, I remember which one had the dinosaurs in it. I never watched that one. I remember uh, that Extinction, one. I think that one pissed me off so much. No. I was so angry with that one because all the trailers were like, look at the dinosaur transformers. And I was like, yes. And then I sat through a three hour movie just to see 10 minutes of transformer dinosaurs. And I was oh, so gross. Well, I've, I've always loved Optimus Prime and Peter Cullen's voice. And then when Leonard Nimoy was one of the other primes. Yeah. Like, that made my heart so happy. And th- those are the only two movies I actually remember. I remember Cause... the Beast Wars show, and I think that one's getting a movie. It is. Hmm. How, but how can we forget the best Alan Tudyk role of all, guys? Steve the Pirate. You can in no, Steve the Pirate. You say the chicken in Encanto? The toucan in Encanto. Oh, hi. Who's Steve the Pirate? Alan Tudyk. Dodgeball? Dodge. Okay, thank you. Oh, okay. oh, I was about to get angry. I'm out of coffee. Oh. So okay, um, Dutch was the assistant to Seymour Simmons from Transformers. The guy that plays um, Falcone in the Batman. Okay. I know uh, I know that person you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember Dark of the Moon at all, though. So. Uh, looking no. at, like, my, my, oh my god, because I don't know if you guys heard it, I, uh, he plays one of my favorite characters in uh, Halo ODST. I don't game. Because you got the best game at home. What? <laughs> exactly. Trying to confuse people. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, it's okay. Come here. Uh, oh, I don't even know how I forgot this. You know, there's other fairies that have been like passed down for years. Fairy legends yes. and traditions. Fairy godmothers. Yeah. Spans all of the fairy tale world. Scary godmother, too. What's that from? That's the, a Disney Halloween movie. If I remember, it was either the movie or, Scary Godmother. It was okay. It became a cult classic, but I don't remember much of it. Okay. Gavin got into it for a while. Um. And then, of course, the Tooth Fairy. The Rock? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just I want to see Lorna's face. The Tooth Fairy. 
is the smaller, less malevolent version of Fairy. <laughs> that oh picture my is goodness. so terrifying. Which may or may I not pop up it. in D&D. I love it. I- I'm going to make friends with it. <laughs> well, Hi, next friend. session, I'm a little worried about next session because you all might die next session and then the game's over and it's going to be Drew's fault. I mean, he already tried to kill Nathan. No, it's going to be Drew's fault because he specifically requested this. So I, I have a feeling. Oh, it's, yeah, you didn't. It's, it's going to be your fault if it happens. <laughs> so everyone, if our D&D game ends early, remember, it's Drew's fault. Well, I'm going to be standing back <laughs> using Eldritch Blast, so it's not a problem. That's that's probably the best thing to use against if it's who I think it is. All right. Bet. Remember, <laughs> go for the head. Blast is going to hit the whole damn body. Yeah. <laughs> that was the sound of lightning. <laughs> I don't know if it was, but... Uh, Close enough. <laughs> but what were we talking about? Yeah, no, Bone Fairy. If, bone if fairy. there is a Bone Fairy, I'm going to make friends with it. Not the kind of friends that Nathan would make with a Bone Fairy. But I will make friends with a bone fairy because if I want to be make friends with a lot of people, it's Nathan. Obviously, (laughs) we love Nathan though. You do. I don't. He's a dick. You're a dick. I know. You both are. Yeah. Drew muted himself again. Yeah. On purpose for the last one. What she just said. Me. I mean, if the shoe fits. They are what they do. <laughs> I didn't mute in time. <laughs> Is it stunning out? Well, it no. has been raining all day. So. Yeah, that's what it was like. Because I can see here. here. Yeah, I see in my back that it's like sunnier. That's why I was like, did it get sunny out all of a sudden? I Kyle, you want to start announcements? Oh, are we done the episode? Uh, I'm done. Unless there's more fairies you want to talk about. Uh, no, because I mentioned the pop culture. Uh, excuse me. For my brownies, because you know American Dragon. Fuck the new fairy odd parent show. I re- I refuse. Oh yeah, I can't believe I did. I forgot Fairly Odd Parents. Cookies. Fuck, oh, cookies. Fuck and that co- show. Fuck, I, I understand why they're doing it. Because, why? Okay, so the original live action Fairy Odd Parents movie had Drake Bell in it. And now that he's known as a uh, chomo, they don't want to be associated with his stuff anymore. So it's done. It's 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 already been done. Yeah. So they don't have to redo anything. It's on Netflix. The, the the cartoons on Netflix, by the way. And I let out the best scream ever when I found when I I turned on my Netflix. I saw it. I go, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what what's what's uh what is the thing you said, Kyle? A chomo. A child toucher. A person who sends messages of their thingies to people who are very very underage. I didn't, I didn't know. I've never heard of the term before. That's all. Like, excuse, excuse it's a me. It's a prison term. 
Like if prisoners find out, like when you go to prison, this is all very real. If you, when you go to prison, uh, the prisoners want to know what you're in for and want to look at your paperwork. And if they find out you're a chomo, your life goes to hell. Mm -hmm. As it should. Mm-hmm. In the words of my favorite Guardians character, finger to the throat means death. <laughs> Groot never said that, or maybe he did. Drax! <laughs> Groot's the best one. He's voiced by Vin Diesel. I don't know. Drax is the best because he's, he's, he's a brainless idiot, and I love him to death. <laughs> he's probably going to die the next movie. I like Gamora, but that's because Zoe, Zoe Saldan. Yeah, Zoe Saldana is a beautiful, beautiful woman. But I, I will, I will say this. Um, what is his name? Bradley Cooper was perfect for Rocket. Yeah, I agree. There's, there was no obvious. There was no other choice. It had to be him. But yes, Kyle, I, I'm. Yeah, that's. I'm done. I don't have anything else. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Okay, I I, I like this. Obviously, I like the unsealy court more than I like the sealy court. But the lesson here is: don't fuck with Faye. Don't offend the Faye, because you never know if they are sealy or unsealy. So Mm -hmm. you don't know if you're gonna you you don't know if you're gonna get that warning until it might be too late. Yeah, fair. And then, uh, if you suspect fairy activity in or around your home, it's always nice to leave it. No. <laughs> they oh, will that's a horror chase film. Never mind. you. They will find you and they will kill they you. They will. They will chase you and they will make your life hell. Offer things. They do. They can make you go poof. Gone. They'll feed you to like a doodle, not a doodle hand. They'll feed you to like a Nook Livy or a or a Kelpie or something. Nobody wants to be eaten by a Kelpie no. or even a mermaid. Because my whole thing with mermaids is they're not like, you know, Ariel. Even Ariel is not a, like, happy ending story. You know what happens no. to Ariel? No, it's not. She gets betrayed and she turns into sea foam. So much fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I fully support, like, But a sirens. lot of groom fairy tales are like that. They're like, they're not sweet. Disney is just like, oh, we have to be sweet. Because yeah, it's Disney. Yeah. We should do a Brothers, like, a Brothers Grimm episode. That would be fun. Deal. Uh, actual fairy tales? Yeah. I'm all Hell for it. yeah. That. Hans Christian Andersen, Grimm Brothers. I would even do like Aesop Fables and stuff. Hell yeah. I would have to pick oh. some Grimm because I had a book of theirs growing up as a kid. This one of my one favorites I get is... to talk about Pipe Piper. That's my favorite. Oh, That's God, a good Pied one. Piper. See, mm-hmm. I love... I love the actual Cinderella story where the stepsisters are cutting off their toes to they thin the glass slipper. Uh huh. But uh, that, that's I think that's all I have of yeah. of the Fae. I've got a I I like the Unseelie Court better. Yeah, yeah I had fun with the cut so. What Kyle? <laughs> the, of course, we're going to like the Unseelie Court more. It's, we're all goth, so. I don't think Drew's goth. Drew is just Drew. Drew, yeah. are you goth? I Do you identify know. as goth? Eh. Drew, is, Drew is new metal. 
punk new metal i i well then for I mean, announcements we have a couple of little things uh like i said nathan and i are going to be on original geek show and I, I don't know how much he and I are going to talk about it. Nathan and I have a little behind the scenes thing going on that when we announce it, it's going to be hilarious and I'm going to need people to be on my side for it. I will I'll tell y'all about it after the show. Okay. okay. But uh, let's see. The next D&D game is May, Friday the 13th. Yeah! Which... It's also when the Evil Dead game comes out, so I'm going to be in a happy mood that day. I thought it wasn't until... Oh, no, right, they did say May, okay, because I was like, I was going to get it, but I was like, I was going to wait till the paycheck where I could actually get it. It was supposed to come out, uh, I think, this month, but then it got delayed a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, May 1st, I have a new show coming out called tangents that's gonna have the first episode is gonna have i know nick on it lorna drew are y'all gonna be on that episode i know lorna might have to leave a little early but i if i'm free may 1st yeah the sunday before you start the oh new sunday job. yeah my new job Where sunday I, I can do yeah yeah uh we'll make it a tentative yes okay because right now the plan is to just do the show from 5.30 to 7. It's only going to be like two hours each episode long. But That's uh terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be recording on the alternating Sundays that Common Sense isn't recording. So that way we have something every Sunday. But uh, did, did I tell you all who else is going to be on the show? Nathan. No, Nathan, Nathan can't do it. I asked right. him. Lindsay. <laughs> Look, it's my own personal catchy. Cool. Um, For those that don't know, Lindsay is one of our friends, and her band just dropped a song on Spotify. And yeah, I saw you promoting that. Say what? I saw you promoting that on TikTok. Yep. I'm going to promote it all the time. Like, I'm so happy for her. Yeah. That's awesome. That is so cool. She has a beautiful voice. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From what I heard. But she's going to be on there, and I told her she can talk about her band and stuff. So, because that's all this show is going to be. It's just us sitting around bullshitting for a while. That's you fair. don't want to get me started on music. I kind of do. Getting me started on music will be, will be like getting me started on vampires. See? Speaking that's from personal experience. Like, Drew used to work at Hot Topic with me. God, I miss those days. I do, but I don't. I'm okay. I miss um, you. Same. But like, there would not go a day without me saying, oh, I've seen them live. <laughs> I could count. Actually, I would, I would lose track of how many times she would say that because we're just, we're just sitting there like nobody would be coming in and all of a sudden the song comes like, oh, I've seen them live. Like, <laughs> or I'll like be checking music. out a customer. Like just my own business doing that. All of a sudden, Lorna, I don't know where, oh, I've seen them live like who haven't you seen live <laughs> one day asking alexandria <laughs> look hopefully with what Truett did with the requested stop hopefully they they do it 
I hope so. I would I've seen Motionless and White. I would love to see Ice Nine Kills live because I could wear my horror stuff for that. <laughs> <laughs> I could dress like I do every day. Yeah. You know who Kyle else could... I want to see live? Kyle should go as Ash if he did. Oh, God, yeah. Florence and the Machine. They just put out, they are about to release an album and they are starting to do tours. And I'm just like, come closer. We have a brand new venue. Come here. We do? Yes. It's called it's called the hall. Dashboard Confessional just played there. Um uh and with Jimmy Eat World. And the Who was playing there at the end of May. And the Gen Blossoms are playing there. Nelly just played there in November, I think. So I'll, I'll look it up because I don't remember hearing about this. One of my favorite artists is at fucking Oaklawn, and his tickets are so damn expensive. George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Nah, how expensive were the tickets? Uh, true. How much were they again? She looked them up, so I don't remember. Yeah, just on the but section. That, that wasn't even the row. It was on the sections. It was more due for this price by section and seat. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's Oaklawn, so. Well, that's how Ticketmaster's doing it, period. It's so stupid. Because Shura told me, like, oh, yeah, I was going to get you tickets for him. Like, excuse me? And she told me that. I'm like, ooh, never mind. Oh, I had every intention of getting tickets to go see Bert Kreshner with for Jeremy, but they were insane. Sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. But, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Hey, hey, that's just a little a little uh, look into Taste. what your new show is going to be. Yeah. She just said the uh, highest was $200. George Thurgood's not even that relevant anymore. How in the hell is he doing $200? Can't fucking stand Ticketmaster. No. So, ma'am, knock it off. That's just so, a preview, listeners, oh, yeah. of Kyle's new show. <laughs> so, our next episode of Crypto, we're going to record Sunday. That's going to be the horror versus sequels versus remakes episode. Drew, I and put this it's- all, all in the group chat. No, I forgot it was that, that soon. I was like, it's going to be Sunday, and then the week after is going to be your episode. That's where I was, because I thought we were saying, like, the next one was my episode. I completely forgot about the horror versus remake one. <laughs> no. After your episode, it's going to be me, and then that should put us back on our normal rotation. Okay. Because we had to stop because of the storms. Yeah, because you didn't want to I was just, com- I completely brain farted. Up. We were doing another one on this coming Sunday. I was like... <laughs> because it's like i've got like this coming up sunday right yeah like i've got common sense in the morning and then whenever we decide to do that one (laughs) y'all got common sense this week yeah didn't y'all just do an episode last week that would no it would be it's this coming up sunday then yeah would Donnie Darko count as a horror movie? Yeah. Yeah. Good. True. It was asking. 
because she's going to talk about it. Is there a sequel? There is a sequel for Darnie Darko. That's Darko. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we have Common Sense this coming up Sunday. I just... I've got no plans, so... Okay. All righty then. Well, with that, our next episode is going to be horror movies versus sequels and remakes. So that's gonna that's probably gonna be a long knock it off. <laughs> that's probably gonna be a long episode because I know uh true it's gonna be on that one. And then maybe Jeremy. I have not asked yet. I should probably do that, huh? Probably. Yeah. Plus I've uh, got a lot. He'll figure it out when about. this episode comes out. <laughs> okay. And then I, I won't have a guest because I'm single, so and ready to mingle. Yeah. No, I know you're not. Well, no, it's that meme. It's like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all talk, but as soon as somebody talks to me, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, then, on that note, Lorna, if you want to sign us off, until next time, stay out of the shadows. Bye. I got nothing.